Hello, everyone, and welcome into the GPS show along with Scott Pirak. I am Gabe Gottesman here, as always, on a Friday afternoon from 5 to 6 p.m. We are here. Also on Tuesdays, we're live. Last Tuesday, we went uh, we went and had our first live show in the station of the year. It was very exciting. Uh, we also have all of our shows on Spotify, so you can just search up the GPS show and get all your sports news there as well. Scott, this is our first show post-Super Bowl. We had, obviously... Um, a show on Tuesday, but that was more recapping the Super Bowl. Now, this is kind of our first show in the NFL offseason. Um, and for those of you who don't know, we, we also we also talk about some NBA news in the offseason. Of course, you can't just talk about the NFL because there's a lot of great other uh, news happening in the sports world. So, Scott, we'll have our first little um, NBA finals predictions for you uh, of the year. And then also we've got a lot to talk about this offseason in the NFL. So um, there's a lot of big names, possibly changing uniforms. There's already been some big names that have moved. So, Scott, let's just hop right into it with some of the big names in the NFL, specifically quarterbacks that could be changing or maybe um, just finding their first team out of the NFL draft. So I'm going to give you some big names, um, some of the top draft prospects, some of the top free agents. You're just going to have to tell me uh, where they are going to end up next year in September. Okay. okay. Starting off with the big one, Deshaun Watson. He's not probably going to play for Houston. Even if he does, he probably won't. If he stays on the team, he probably won't play. So what's the next uniform Deshaun Watson will be playing with on a football field? I agree with you. I think if he stays in Houston, it's not because he wanted to, it's because they wouldn't trade him. I'm not quite sure if he has a trade clause in his. No, he has a no trade clause. So he can go wherever he wants really. Okay. Um, so I think I think the top two teams for me currently are the Jets and the Niners. I don't think the Dolphins wind up making the move. As interesting as it is, I think they want that third pick. And then two has only been in the league for a year. So I think you I think you gotta give that experiment some time. I could see him being moved to the Jets for Sam Darnold and a few first round picks, or to the Niners, and the Niners give up some defensive value because that's where the Texans also need to improve. I think no matter what, the Texans are going to be weak at a lot of positions. Um, but I would go, I think he could be in the NFC West next year. All right. Very thought. I think he goes to the Jets um, because they have the capability to trade for him and he's expressed some interest in going there. I think he would be open to going to a lot of places. And I think the Jets have the best uh, the best case for not only why should, they should have Watson, but to the Texans saying, hey, look at all these picks we've got. Uh, look at this quarterback that still maybe has some talent in him with Sam Darnold. Maybe we'll package him in the deal. Um, and I think that they will be able to get Deshaun Watson and he uh, will go to New York. So, Scott, let's just get this one out of the way um, because there are rumors, so we can't ignore them. Uh, Russell Wilson has expressed – that he is upset with the Seattle Seahawks, with their offensive line. Um, and really, he feels disregarded because he's one of the best players in the league. Everyone knows that. And it feels like they haven't necessarily uh, helped him enough up front to make sure that he is uh, staying healthy and staying upright. So, Scott, do you think Russell Wilson will be a Seattle Seahawk next year? And if not, where does he go? Well, there have been teams that have reached out to the Seahawks for Wilson, and we know that Russell Wilson's camp 
has been frustrated, which makes sense because he's been sacked more times in his first nine season since any other QB since the NFL merger. But we also have now heard that the Seahawks were officials were not happy that Russell Wilson took to social media for all this. So I definitely think there's some conflict there. With that being said, I do think next season he will be um, getting ready in a Seahawks uniform. I just can't really see a world without him on the Seahawks. Maybe the only really offer I could see that would happen maybe is if we get Watson and we'd ship Russell Wilson and maybe like Tyler Lockett because they might lose Will Fuller. And because then you're getting a younger QB and it's interesting for both teams. Um, but I, I'm not quite sure where Russell will go, but I think he will stay in Seattle. I agree. I mean, you really hit all the main points. I just this happens every offseason. This is an every offseason thing. Frustrated, we trade for a player. Last year was Adams. The year before that was Clowney. The year before that was, um, I'm forgetting who, and then like a few years ago, Jimmy Graham. It's always one big trade in offseason. All right, so I'm going to give you back-to-back easy ones because the next one uh, is a man by the name of Trevor Lawrence, presumably oh. the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, Jags. Jags. He's, he's going to go to Jacksonville. Remember after that uh, college football playoff game when Clemson played Ohio State, people thought, oh, maybe it's Justin Fields. Um, and now, the only way I could see that happening is because Urban Meyer is the coach. That's it. But Herbert Meyer didn't even have that big of a factor in Justin Fields. He never coached him when he was a starter. I, I, yeah, he, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jaguars. I just thought it was important because it's going to, maybe people will be talking so little about him because it's so obvious that we're going to forget how good he is and how uh, transformational he could be for this Jacksonville franchise. So I just had to put him in there. We both think he's going to Jacksonville. Uh, but here are some names from the NFL draft that really no one knows where they're going. So let's start off with, um, kind of n- not necessarily the number two guy uh, by all accounts, but definitely um, he's up there. Justin Fields, we already mentioned him out of Ohio State. Where do you think he ends up in the draft? Remember that um, there are some teams up at the top of the draft that have uh, quarterback needs. For example, you can see the Jets, you can see the Dolphins, you can see the Lions, the Falcons, the Panthers. Those guys all have uh, needs at quarterback. So who do you think Justin Fields goes to? And we'll get to the other quarterbacks that are up there uh, in the coming names. That's a hard one. I don't think he'll go to the Jets no matter what happens, really, because either I think they'll get a good QB or they'll just stick with Sam Darnold. Um, Because Robert Sala has kind of actually shown that he thinks that Sam Darnold has some hidden talent. Um, A team that I think could actually be interesting that could maybe trade up is the Panthers. I could see them trading up for the second pick and getting that quarterback that they want. Because I, I think they're done with Teddy Bridgewater. I think that was kind of a one-year experiment. He did not look good. And they have maybe one of the best offensive cores in football with McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel. So I, I could see the Panthers trading up and taking fields. If not, I think he falls to the Falcons. At number four. Yeah, I think this is going to be the last year of Matt Ryan. All right. So um, in my opinion, I see Justin Fields uh, going to possibly Detroit all the way down to number seven. Um, Even though they just got golf? Yeah. Well, that's a really good point. 
I, I mean, I, I, I think before Stafford got traded, I would have gone Lions. But now Golf is twenty. He's only got a few years left on his contract. They might tr- trade him right away. I, I don't know. I don't know how much Jared Goff. Um, he's twenty six. Really means to this Lions. I don't think they see him as the guy that's gonna really lead their franchise. And and they have all these picks that I think they should maybe get a young quarterback that can uh, help change that. Okay, moving into the next one, Zach Wilson. He's right up there, kind of with Justin Fields as the number two guy. Um, it seems like those people are pretty interchangeable. Where do you think Zach Wilson ends up? Zach Wilson, I, as you said, I think they can really go either way. Um, I mean, I think if if the Panthers trade up, I think I would go Falcons for Zach Wilson. If not, then I think it's going to be Falcons-Panthers. It kind of goes either way. Whoever trades up higher gets Fields. All right, so – you have Fields as your number two guy. Someone that's probably just the number four solidified there is Trey Lance out of North Dakota. Hasn't played many college football games, but everyone knows that he's talented enough to uh, lead a franchise. Where do you think he ends up? Say the name again. Trey Lance, North Dakota. Yeah, um, I think he's going to fall a little bit. I don't think he's going to end up being in the top 10 just because I think that's why I think when we'll see some of the offensive linemen go – um, I think we could also see um, Devontae Smith end up at the Dolphins, which is a whole nother thing. It's the Sewell, I think, will end up also at the Dolphins, one of the two. I, a lot of the top 10 teams don't need a quarterback. So I think I would have to go maybe to the Broncos. I think the Drew Lock experiment is done. That's interesting. I agree that I don't, they might be at one of the top quarterback needing teams and they don't even know it yet I think they're gonna give him one more year uh I see Trey Lance I mean if I have Fields um going to the Lions Fields at the second pick I think here's what I would say I would say the Lions stay and draft Fields um I would say Atlanta gets Zach Wilson or did I say who <laughs> I, I okay I might change so I think Atlanta, this might be totally reverting back from my original, but I have Atlanta getting Wilson at four, five and six, don't pick a quarterback, seven goes um, Fields, and then eight goes Trey Lance. So I have um, Trey Lance going to the Carolina Panthers. You have the Panthers trading up for Fields. All right, final quarterback, or yeah, final quarterback from the draft that um, is kind of a big enough name to maybe go in the first round is Mac Jones out of Alabama, NCAA champion, puts up all the great numbers, but no one's really sure uh, if he is good enough, really talented enough to be a quarterback in the NFL because he had all those guys around him, the best defense in, in all of college football, the best receiving core, the best running back. He had everything um, he needed to succeed. Now, if he goes to a team like I think he will go to, which is the Patriots, I'm not sure um, if if he'll he'll kind of be used to that because – when you think about even in high school, going back to middle school, he's always surrounded by the best guys. He's never gonna he's never gonna be as uncomfortable as he is now if he goes to the Patriots. But I think he will end up being drafted by the Patriots. So um, it'll be very interesting to see. Where do you think? Um, this one this is kind of one of my bold predictions. Uh, I, if you look through picks ten through twenty, there's about three teams that need a quarterback. It's the Patriots, as you said. Maybe the Raiders, depending on what happens with Derek Carr, he's on the trade block now. And then lastly, the football team. The football team has the 19th pick. 
And I think with the young core they have, they have Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. If they can get a young quarterback, I think that's something worth trading up for. And I think the Vikings are an interesting team to trade with. The Vikings don't need the 14th pick, really. They, I feel like this was kind of an odd year with all the talent on that roster. Because I think you and I can agree. It's they the have, yeah. Yeah, it was their defense, and I think you can wait on that. So I could see the football team trading up and saying, we have the defense. This could become a win-now division. So another interesting point is that you're right. The Minnesota Vikings pick is right ahead of the Patriots. So if they wanted to snag Mac Jones or maybe if Trey Lance falls uh, all the way down to 15, that would be the, the Vikings would be a team. I think they're in a good position because all those, maybe the Dolphins at 18, maybe they don't, they don't draft a quarterback at three, but maybe they like Mac Jones enough to kind of have a competition there between two Alabama quarterbacks. They sneak right ahead of the Patriots. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Okay. Two more names, Scott, of quarterbacks that I think could possibly change teams. First one is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, the 49ers, like you said, might get Deshaun Watson. Uh, they might draft a quarterback. They might want to get um, Carson Wentz. Um, who, who knows? They're going to um, – I think the 49ers will move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Where do you think he ends up? I think he's going to go to wherever – the Niners bring in a quarterback. It could be Houston if Deshaun Watson gets traded. It could be New York if they trade for Sam Darnold. I'm, that's a real possibility. Right. Um, I, I, I really think it's up in the air at the moment. I mean, I, I think it's really between those two teams, but I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be a Niner next year. I think he's either going to get traded for a first-round pick or quarterback for quarterback with additional picks. It'd be interesting to see where, uh, if Jimmy Garoppolo could go back to the Patriots, if, if the Patriots say, we'll give you, um, uh, you know, a first round pick in exchange for Jimmy Garoppolo, I think the 49ers would take that. Um, and maybe Bill Belichick can have his guy. Cause remember Bill Belichick was one of the ones uh, that wanted to move on from Tom Brady years ago and keep Jimmy Garoppolo. So, uh, that would be a very interesting story. I actually lied. I have two more names after Jimmy Garoppolo. First one um, is Dak Prescott. So he's Cowboys. Yeah. He, he's either going to get maybe one of the biggest contracts we've seen outside of Patrick Mahomes, or he's going to get franchise tagged again. I think that it's real. I think he'll get the new contract, but a second franchise tag would be valued at $37.7 million for Dak. So, I think there will be a long-term extension for about, if I had to put a number on it, I think I'd go four years somewhere in the 150 to 160 range. Wow. That would be, I think that's too much money for Dak Prescott. I mean, they have Andy Dalton sitting back there. I don't know if I would take that. They didn't. I mean, as soon as Dak went down, they went from the number one offense to, I don't even know what they were at the end, a bottom half offense. That's true. I, I mean, the thing is, if you, pay Dak $35 million a year, which I don't think he's worth, you're not going to just like suddenly improve that defense. So he's going to have um, all the numbers he wants. And they, you're right. In the first four weeks, they, they were putting up like good numbers, but they were one in three. Um, their one win came off of the craziest onside kick. In I think that's on the defense though. Yeah, but I mean, they were going to be 0-4. It's obviously there's problems there. And I don't think that if you pay Dak Prescott 40 million, you have the opportunity to solve those problems immediately. I agree. He is the number one player according to PFF in free agency. Yeah, I mean, he is going to be worth 
a lot. That's the thing. Like, I think someone will pay him that much, but I don't know if it should be the Cowboys with all the problems they have. I mean, I could see a team, like, even in their own division, the Washington football team, they have Chase Young on a rookie contract. They have all those other defensive linemen that they aren't paying a lot. Um, Antonio Gibson, rookie contract. Kerry McLaurin still doesn't sign a big contract. I think that if they just got Dak Prescott, paid him a lot of money for a few years before they sign all those other guys, that's a better option. Okay, final one um, is Carson Wentz. Um, he is unhappy with the Eagles. The Eagles don't even they, the Eagles don't even know what they're doing. They it seems pretty obvious that they should stick with Jalen Hurts because he actually looked very underrated at the end of that season. Um, he won a couple games. He beat the Saints on the road or sorry the Saints at home, um, and uh, he looks to be the dual threat quarterback that I think Philadelphia needs. Where do you think Carson Wentz will end up? I think the Colts. They have. $69 million in cap space. So they have enough to make that major trade in, especially with Carson Wentz kind of dead money contract. And I think the, the Colts are going to need a replacement. Phillip Rivers has said he's open to returning, but I don't think the Colts are open for him to return. Um, so I think that they're use him. I mean, he's a young quarterback. I think they can utilize their run game and, I think he would. I think his best fit would be Indianapolis. He's twenty eight. Yeah, he he actually could be revived in Indianapolis. Remember Frank Frank Reich uh, was there in Philadelphia with him when he had that MVP half of a season. So that'll be very interesting to see to see where Carson Wentz goes. Okay, Scott, um, let's also um, move into. We just talked about all the quarterbacks, but. Just as, you know, this is our first show of the NFL offseason. We want to kind of hit the big names. So, I mean, let's just switch off, list off some of your biggest free agents that you think maybe could change teams that aren't quarterbacks um, and where you think they might end up. I think my number one is Allen Robinson. I don't think he's going to return to the Bears. Um, they've offered him some contracts. It has not gone well. They're far from contract extensions. Um, he could be franchise tagged. But I think that he could sign to a different team. I think actually the Eagles are an interesting team. I think he could team up with Jalen Hurts there. Or another team that kind of stands out to me is the Dolphins. I think those are the two teams that I really look at that say they need a receiver. I don't think he fits in with Baltimore. One uh, person I want to talk about is Chris Godwin, the wide receiver for the Buccaneers, recent Super Bowl champion. Now, the Buccaneers have two the two biggest names that they need to resign are uh, Chris Godwin, wide receivers. Obviously, they get a lot of money, uh, and edge rusher Shaquille Barrett. Now that's and Levante David. That's uh, yes, but I don't think Levante David will get as much as Shaquille Barrett um, or um, or uh, Chris Godwin because wide receivers and, um, and I think if Mike Evans fine. takes the pay cut that he has talked about, then I think they could pull it off. Otherwise, I agree. I don't think so. I think that Mike Evans will take a pay cut. I still think Chris Godwin actually moves teams. And um, he is kind of been the second fiddle to, to Mike Evans. I think he would go somewhere where he could stand out. Maybe somewhere like the New York Giants or the Dolphins, like you said, could be a team that he could go to that need a wide receiver. And he could really be the star and get a lot more money. So um, it'll be very interesting. Obviously, all those guys in Tampa Bay are happy and um, – they, they want to keep on playing for Tom Brady if they can, but you really can't pass up that much money uh, if a team gives them more than the Buccaneers can offer. Okay, 
So next I, one. I want to add to that though. At their Super Bowl parade, um, Bruce Arians did say that he wants to bring him back. Now, granted, they had their parade, so who knows how realistic that was. And that was more just all the emotions coming at once. But I, I, I think it was interesting that he kind of had the microphone and said, I'm bringing you back. So I think that will be something to look out for. All right, so next one up I want to discuss. There's a lot of big wide receivers this year. Kenny Galladay, he kind of goes under the radar for the Lions. Uh, he and Marvin Jones Jr. have been a one-two punch for Matthew Stafford for the past couple of years. And have actually been really talented and put up good numbers. Where do you think Kenny Galladay will end up? I don't think he's going to end up with the Lions again. I think that's kind of – he barely played any games this year. They've been working on contract extensions all year long. I could actually see him end up at the Giants or the football team. They both have a lot of money. Um, Washington has $39 million. The Giants are near the cap. I think they could find a way to make it work. I, I, I think Washington is actually one of my best bets. All right, so here's what I'm really curious about. I know we said no quarterbacks, but for the final one, uh, I want to talk about Cam Newton because here's a guy that someone like Chris Collinsworth done. Cam Newton came into the Patriots looking to revive his career. Early in the season, they had that great Sunday night game against, uh, against Seattle where they went on the road and were a goal line stand away from knocking off one of the Super Bowl favorites to start off the year. And it looked like that offense was rolling. And then suddenly something changed. And Cam Newton goes with the same roster that Tom Brady has taken to the playoffs for all those years in a row. He can't even make the playoffs, can't even get a winning record, and it looks pretty abysmal. So I'm curious to, for you, do you think Cam Newton still has a chance to be a starting quarterback in this league? Um, starter, no. Do I think he has a chance to be a quality backup? Yes, I think he could end up being the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just think he's he won a mvp a couple years ago he was still putting up uh, it's just i just when i look at the teams i think what fit him so well with the panthers is that at the time he i mean he was leading the league in rushing touchdowns and was running away with accolades um there's no team that really fits that anymore well in my opinion i think there's going to be one team left i don't know exactly what i don't know exactly what team that is but um, I do know that I think if Cam Newton's available, he's one of the only guys left on the market. Kind of like um, last year at the end of the year, like for example, the Colts with Philip Rivers. I don't know if anyone was like, "Wow, Philip Rivers could really be the guy," but um, the Colts kind of swooped him up and they made the playoffs. I think maybe a team like the Washington Football Team, if they don't figure that out, because they like we. Just- I-, I think the Alex Smith is done. Do we agree on? I mean, as fun as it was to see him play this year. He's 36. Obviously, he's yeah. had a lot of injuries, and he's not a mobile quarterback. I mean, Cam Newton, um, he's younger. I think he's more talented. I think if there's a team like the Washington football team or maybe a team like, who knows, even the Bengals who uh, Joe Burrow could still be recovering from that injury. They don't want to maybe rush him in. Um, I think it'll be very interesting to see where Cam Newton ends up. Okay, Scott, before we wrap up the show here, uh, we wanted to start off talking about the NBA because during the NFL offseason, we, of course, are huge NBA fans as well. And um, ever since the Warriors and Cavs started stopped making the finals, it's been a lot more interesting. So, Scott, I'm giving you one question to close out the show. Who will be playing 
in the NBA Finals uh, this year in the NBA? I think at the end of this year, it is going to end up being the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. I had the Lakers last year, and they won it all for me. So I'm going to keep them. And I, and I like the trio of Harden, Irving, and Durant when they're all healthy and not angry, even though they are the worst defense I've ever seen an NBA team play. They, they have really, really struggled. Okay, so for me... This is very interesting. I'm looking at a couple teams. I actually don't think the Nets will make the finals. I think they'll make the Eastern Conference finals, but I just think their defense is going to really struggle for them. And Kevin Kevin Durant hasn't uh, been productive enough, in my opinion. He needs to get the ball more. Kyrie Irving and and James Harden have the ball too much, in my opinion, because Kevin Durant, in my opinion, is the best player on that team by far. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, that team continues to work out. But I'm looking at a team like the Philadelphia 76ers. Kevin Durant's averaging 29 and a half points. Yeah, but recently he's been getting the ball less. He has a lower usage percentage. It's true that with Kyrie Irving and James Harden both playing um, more minutes a night, he's going to get the ball less, which I don't think bodes well for the Brooklyn Nets at all. Okay. I, I I disagree with that. I mean, they have 29 points per game, 27 from Kyrie. Well, obviously you disagree because you have them in the finals, but I don't think it, it works out in my opinion. And I'm going to go, it's between the 76ers and Bucks for me. And I don't know um, who to pick here. I think I'm going to go with the Philadelphia 76ers. I think they're playing very well. Obviously, Joel Embiid has been a monster so far this season, averaging 29 points, over 10 boards. And then looking at Seth Curry, I think he's been one of the most underrated players in the league, how he can just totally change um, He's totally changed his Philadelphia team. They needed a shooter like him. Uh, Tobias Harris has been playing very well. And Ben Simmons, although he's lacked an improvement that people wanted to see from him, he's only averaging 13 points. He's still averaging eight assists, 1.7 steals. He's um, He's been pretty impressive thus far. So um, in my opinion, uh, with, with those three, with Joel, Tobias, and Ben Simmons, and then you got guys like Shake Milton, Seth Curry, um, Danny Green has been a decent addition for them. Uh, I think that they'll be able to make the NBA Finals. And then I just cannot bet against the Los Angeles Lakers because um, it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Although he's in a slump, he's still Anthony Davis. And there's just no way, in my opinion, that the Lakers don't make the Finals again. And I don't think there's really a chance that they don't win the Finals if, again. If there is a team that gives the Lakers the run for their money, who would you say it is? I think it's the for 76ers. Me. No, I'm saying in the West. Like I don't think that I don't think the Clippers are going to be a big factor. They're playing great right now. They're third in the West, but I think it could actually be the Utah Jazz. They're first in the West right now, and I think they have a interesting big three in Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, and Donovan Mitchell. I I might regret saying this, but I think the Utah Jazz are complete frauds, and I think that they're going to get bounced out in the second round um, pretty easily. Uh, I just. I just don't think they can match up with the Lakers at all. Uh, and um, I don't, I think it's the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, like you said, playing at a high level, getting a guy like Serge Ibaka in the off season was, um, was definitely a good signing. Uh, he's averaging 11 points um, and almost seven rebounds a game. Lou Williams. He's uh, uh, obviously still going to be a guy that can, can put up good numbers in the playoffs Reggie Jackson, 
Patrick Beverly. They, 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 they've got guys and with Kawhi on LeBron and now Serge Ibaka, who's a defensive presence always on Anthony Davis, I think they can match up pretty well and possibly um, this year get their redemption and make it to the NBA Finals. All right. So with that, we're going to wrap up the show for the day. Have everyone uh, make sure you guys have a good weekend. It could be snowing right now. We're recording this previously, but make sure make sure to listen to the GPS show on Spotify. Yeah, listen to the GPS on Spotify. Even though it's midwinter break, we will be recording shows on Tuesday and Friday next week from 5 to 6 p.m. So thank you, everyone, so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.